It's time for Girls in Golf Podcast with your favorite hosts, Lex and Sarah. Ladies, when you're ready. Welcome to the first Girls in Golf of 2020. I'm Lex, joined in studio by Sarah. Hello. Happy New Year, Happy everybody. New Year. Um, just a little refresh since we've been gone for the holidays. If you do not currently subscribe to our podcast, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you get your pods. Um, we encourage you to do so. Leave us a rating, leave us a review, whether it's good, whether it's bad. We just want to hear from you, mm-hmm. you know. You're we're, getting really good at that, we're open Lex. To criticism. It's like <laughs> I wrote it some wrote it down somewhere, but can't verbalize it clearly today. Um, I was going to say one quick thing. Um, Chris, hearing Chris Harrison in my ears is just very frequent this time of year because <laughs> The Bachelor is on television, and so. I watch the show and I actually watch each episode at least once because I take so many notes to remind people of what's happening. And so I forgot for a hot second that he did our intro. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Um, And uh, I just, I feel a deep connection to that intro. I don't know. And although the ladies on this season, they're not ready for anything. (laughs) They're they're crazy. But more on that later. Sarah, over this last week, we launched some new products. Yeah, launch here at week. Callaway Golf. So yeah. exciting. Crazy week for both of us. Yes. Lots so, and lots of work. Um, let's do a quick over, overview of what we launched. So we had Maverick mm-hmm. and our entire putter line. Yeah, brand new, brand new putters coming at you, as well as new woods and irons um, in the Maverick family. So mm-hmm. the big story, I guess, is that we designed these clubs using artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. We talked a lot last year about a supercomputer that we spent money on, and the R&D team was super jazzed about, and they put all of this... Um, like research and data into the club face of our driver mm-hmm. and they paired it with jailbreak and all this stuff mm-hmm. and so flash face was like a huge thing and now they've put it um in a couple different versions of drivers and fairway woods mm-hmm. and now in the irons which is a huge deal so yeah and the thing that really blows my mind and is truly amazing is every single face every single driver face has a different face design mm-hmm. same with the fairways as well and, and I, the irons and the irons mm-hmm. Um, and this is the first time that has ever been done before. Yeah. So there, if you can't find a driver out there, there is now one for you. Yeah. And it's in the Maverick line. Yes, definitely. And if you want to know more about this, we have a few video series that can tell you more. If you want to just know bits and pieces, you can check out our product videos mm-hmm. at CallawayGolf.com. If you want to go deep into it, there's the Fitting Room podcast with Nate Adelman and John Molnarski. I believe they had Dave Neville on there, and Dave also hosts Callaway Talks. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had Dr. Alan Hocknell, who's our head of R&D, in to like, really talk about the differences in the flash face technology and um, what that means for your game. Because some faces are going to be more forgiving, some are going to be higher in ball speed and all of this stuff that we're not qualified to talk about. Mm-hmm. But we talk enough. We talk enough about it. So let's, before we move on, let's touch a little bit on our putters too, because they are amazing and deserve a little bit of credit as well. Definitely. So we have our three lines. We have triple track putters, Mm -hmm. stroke lab black putters, and two lawn putters. Yes. Um, I personally love the triple track putters. (laughs) Uh, I use the two ball one and the improvement in in my putting line and consistency is, I can't even tell you. It's amazing. Yeah. Do you use it in pair like with the ERC or? I actually don't pair them together because then it's a little bit too much for me. Okay. I I like having the lines on my putter. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the ball, I still prefer a chrome soft ball because I like the feel yeah. of that. Just general. Um, I, I like the Truva's design mm-hmm. paired with the triple track putter. Interesting. I wonder yeah. if we'll see that more often. Mm-hmm. I personally, um, I love a Stroke Lab shaft. All of our putters are available with Stroke Lab. That's part graphite, part steel. Different weighting allows for um, that shaft to help you with your tempo. We talk about that a lot um, mm-hmm. here in the office. And I currently have a Stroke Lab 7, um, but the original one, now there's a Stroke Lab Black 7, mm-hmm. which is all black and it's beautiful. Real nice. I might be gaming that soon. Might try a triple tra- triple track number 10. We'll see. Um, but yeah, there's a whole, whole slew of wonderful new putters on odysseygolf.com. Now, that being said, this is also the time of year that... Um, you know, the PGA Tour and the LPGA Tour are really kind of getting in full swing. And what's Mm -hmm. exciting for us is that we get to announce a new player on our LPGA staff today. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're watching the YouTube (laughs) pod, if you're watching the podcast on YouTube, don't look at the monitor to my left. Um, But I'm going to give you a few clues, a few things on her resume. Go ahead. See um, if you can guess who she is. Well, you already know. She was a part of the victorious European Solheim Cup team. A pretty, she's she's pretty good. Pretty good on there. She's won a few (laughs) times on the Ladies European Tour, at least five. And last year, she was the longest driver on the LPGA Tour, averaging over 283 yards per drive. She also beat Angel Yin in a long drive contest in one swing. That's amazing. Sarah, tell the people who we interviewed today. She has the best name in the world, Mm -hmm. Anne Van Dam. Anne Van Dam, our newest LPGA staffer. Um, We were really excited to get to talk to her and see Mm -hmm. just a little bit more about what she's about. Found out she's kind of a gearhead, which is Mm -hmm. really cool. Um, Yeah. Is Sarah anything else before we toss to this interview? No, it's a really good interview. Let's just let's just go for it. back to girls and golf joining sarah and i on the phone today is someone that i'm really excited to have on the podcast she has one of the best swings i've ever seen in my whole life she led the lpga in average driving distance this year over 283 yards no big deal she also beat um angelian in a long drive contest spontaneously she's a five-time let winner and she was part of the victorious European Solheim Cup team. Ann Van Dam, welcome to Girls in Golf. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, welcome to Team Callaway. We're super, super excited to have you. Um, I think it's always like really cool for Sarah and I, especially because we've started to get really invested in our like women's team. Mm-hmm. Um, that we have here and so whenever we get to talk to uh, members of our LPGA staff we're really excited um, starting with like your equipment you have come at such a good time for us because we just launched like a whole new line of stuff mm-hmm. um, the Maverick line and I'm sure you've tested some other products or maybe you've been in them for a while so why don't you tell us mm-hmm. a little bit about um, what the testing process has been like for you and how that equipment switch has gone um, well, for me, it was actually really nice um, that I had a long off-season. Uh, after my last event on the LPGA, I had, uh, I would say, four weeks mm-hmm. um, where I didn't have any tournaments. So I already started testing a little bit um, in that time. And then I had one more event on the LET where I already put um, a new Toulon Potter in use. 
used to try it out for tournament week and that went really well because I won that yeah. week so yeah. <laughs> that was one I won so uh, yeah with the pottery we're off to a good start and then after I came back in Orlando where I live I had another four weeks now actually five until I start in Boca so it was for me nice to test different wedges different balls mm-hmm. um, different set of iron different set of swing ways I think um, Callaway's made over six or seven sets so far because <laughs> um, I'm kind of a geek and I want to have everything perfect with all the numbers and the spin rates. And um, yeah, I think that's been the nicest thing um, that you have a longer off season. So you really get um, the time to try everything and um, yeah, see what's the best fit. Nice. So out of everything that you tried, what did you notice right off the bat as terms of improvements or products um, in terms of ball speed? Um, the ball speed, especially with the, well, I'm very excited with the new Maverick drivers. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been playing the old Epic driver for, I think, at least four years now. Yeah, the original. Mm-hmm. And the guys, yeah, and the guys on, um, from the Callaway staff are always, you know, trying to get me play the rope, trying to get to play the Epic Flash. And I never really got that match where I thought this is the same or it's slightly better. And uh, that's why I always uh, stuck to my old gamer. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, when we were testing the Maverick, we same thing went about eight different settings with heads, with shafts, with uh, lofts. And um, now we finally got to this one driver. Actually, my smash factor is really high, mm-hmm. even with my less less hits. Um, even with my old Epic, a good strike, I was maybe. 1.49 mm-hmm. where now if i almost hit a bad strike i'm at 1.5 already wow um, so i can really see that's a big difference and actually i went up in loft i always played a 10 and a half driver now i have it at 12 and a half which is pretty unusual for someone i think who hits it long you yeah probably see mm-hmm. the loft go down but mm-hmm. um no it's uh, it's been a really good fit and mm-hmm. uh yeah i went in the back pretty quick so i'm excited about that is that something that you're like you said you're kind of like a geek about your equipment do you really like to have fun with that then and like Mm -hmm. mess around i mean obviously you said you have like six sets or you've had them (laughs) made that's so fun yeah it is it's frustrating as well because if if you're (laughs) not getting the right stuff that's uh, true too frustrating but um yeah it was nice you know for me here to be in orlando with good weather and um you know at the back of the range on the golf course i'm a member at you have a true spec office as well so it was Mm -hmm. nice to um, hit some balls, see the trackman numbers, um, bend, bend in a little bit, add some weight or whatever, and go back and hit some more. So the feedback, um, yeah, it was really good. So I, I have kind of a question that goes off of off of that. Obviously, your swing speed is amazing and mm-hmm. very impressive. Um, a lot of women are struggle with distance and speed. So I wanted to know how how does your how do you get your power and your flexibility? Where does that come from? Good question. <laughs> um, no, I think from a young age, my coach, uh, I was quite lucky to have a really good swing coach when I started um, with the national team. I was, I think, 10 years old mm-hmm. when I got a national team and he started coaching me and he always said, you know, at the time he was coaching Davy and Crystal, two Dutch players who were on the LPGA. So he kind of knew a little bit what it was like. And he said to all these young girls that he was teaching, he said, try to hit the ball as hard as you can. Um, doesn't matter if you're in the rough or in the trees or you know you lose a ball in the hazard one time um, it's very important I think from a young age to learn to generate speed where I see now a lot of players on the range you know working with these speed sticks and trying to improve this now where I think 
that's really hard because you already um, are quite set from a young age mm-hmm. um, with that speed. Um, and I think that really helped me also. Um, I used to swim uh, like short distances mm-hmm. until I was 15. So I think that's where I have a lot of... Um, a lot of yeah, shoulder fast. flexibility mm-hmm. from swimming, huh? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, that was, that was the main key. And I always try to keep up speed. Even now when I'm working out or on the range, I try, um, you know, swing a few extra fast or, um, yeah, work on my speed in the gym, which I think you have to keep working on as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Is there, sorry, last no, one ahead. last question. No, Is there anything, I know, obviously, physically, there's a lot you have to do, but mentally, how do you mentally prepare yourself to swing that hard and get that much power? Good question. Um, I don't really think that much. Um, <laughs> it's mainly, I would say, when I'm in a tournament, you know, playing, I I never really go 100% all out. Um, sometimes if I have to carry a bunker or cut a corner or something like that, I'll do it. Um, but I think I mainly focus on, you know, getting a good consistent speed and really, you know, holding my finish position. Um, so everything is kind of steady, mm-hmm. steady through the ball. So I think I'll focus more on that um, than to really think... Um, I'm going to hit this ball really hard. Okay. Speaking of golf ball, we're really excited um, for the our new line of Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X this year. Can you tell us a little bit about like what your ball testing was like? Because you ended up in the new Chrome Soft X, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I tested. I tested a few balls. I think one, the first one was the um, the old Chrome Soft X. Mm-hmm. Um, that for me was spinning up a little bit too much. Um, especially into the wind, I was losing a little bit too much distance. Um, then I was testing another ball use, I think, on the men's tour um, that was spinning too low because I'm just I'm just below right average uh, mm-hmm. with the spin speed with the men, so mm-hmm. that was spinning a bit too low. And then I um, started testing the new Chrome Soft X. Yeah. Um, I think it was two weeks ago, something like that. Oh, cool. Um, and I think. Yeah, from the beginning, it was. I think I really liked the feel around the greens. I felt like the ball kind of sticks on the face a little bit longer mm-hmm. um, and has a good spin on the greens. So for me, I always start around the greens. If I don't like the ball around the greens, for me, it's already no go. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, with the new ball, I definitely had a great feel already around the greens. And then um, I have to say, with my shorter irons, my ball was spinning a little bit too less. So we kind of weakened, weakened the loss a little bit with. Um, my blades I'm playing, um, and then the spin spin was up perfect, a little bit um, the loft as well and the line. Um, so, yeah, little adjustments, but, yeah, I feel like it's great. It's a great ball into the wind, and, um, yeah, it's a strong, strong ball flight. Well, we saw that um, with Xander, obviously, in Hawaii, that's like 25 or 35 mile an hour winds, whatever it was, somewhere in that yeah. range. So it's um, it's cool to hear you say that because what we're really looking for and proud of is that the ball is consistent. And mm-hmm. what does that like consistency mean to you when you're going to go out on tour week to week? Uh, consistency is everything. I mean, I work every day on kind of my stock numbers. I want to know exactly how far, how far the ball is going. Mm-hmm. If it, uh, degrees, if it's 100 degrees, I want to know exactly how far the ball is going. You don't want to be under pressure and have a back pin and fly it a bit too far and end up in a in a, in a bad position. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you, you know, you want to be able to trust who you play with and, um, you know, see results in practice. And then when you go out in course and play practice round and then mm-hmm. in tournaments, the same thing. You want that to be all the same. And, um, yeah, so I think that's that's really important. And 
I was happy, you know, with the new Chrome Soft X ball. I had a great feeling from the start, and um, yeah, it's been really good. I heard you say that you play Blades. So did you get fit into the Mm -hmm. MBs? Yeah, I'm playing uh, the MBs from Pitching Wedge to 7-Iron, and then um, the X-Forged in my 6 and 5, and then I'm playing my old um, driving iron from Strixon at the moment. Dang, that's That's a power set. Yeah. That's crazy. Good for you. That's super impressive. Um, Last little thing on equipment. What putter do you have in the bag? I'm playing a San Diego Odyssey Odyssey insert, but um, yeah, of course, it's kind of the Toulon look Mm -hmm. to it, um, but it's the Odyssey insert and it says on the back as well, it's Odyssey. Black black finish, Mm -hmm. very clean, white line, white white marking on Mm -hmm. it, so yeah, it looks really cool. Have you noticed, has that improved any of how you have how have you been putting lately um that's a good one you know i'm gonna be honest i had um you know my old scotty camera for a long time so i think that was the most um well maybe anxious part uh, mm-hmm. i was changing uh, just because if you stick with something so long and i feel putting is all feel mm-hmm. um you know you need to be able to have the speed right if you're putting into grain or very fast downhill putt uh, it's all about feel. Um, so, yeah, I was a bit scared to um, really say, okay, um, yeah. mm-hmm. we're switching the part or two. But what I said, it, it's just been great. You know, they same thing. They send out a ton of different models, different inserts, different weights. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same thing. It was nice. I had a lot of weeks to practice and um, try different things. And it was a great start for me, you know, putting in the bag and kind of a tryout week on a tournament on the LAT. And, um win with the first try so yeah. uh yeah i think <laughs> that was a a good sign of that um that it was a great putter mm-hmm. yeah so what part of your game then are you feeling most confident in as you go into this season mm-hmm. i think for me it's always driving you know mm-hmm. mainly my ball striking is something i trust a lot and put a lot of effort into it what i said as well i know so well my yardages and can easily hit different ball shots hit a bit lower higher draw and fade so I feel like that's always going to be my advantage um, but then this off season I work really hard on uh, you know my wedge game my short game and my putting so um, yeah I'm just excited to see how all come, can come all together for next year nice yeah. um, so what was your most surprised about during um, your rookie season um, just that girls can play week in week out and don't need <laughs> to get tired. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that for me was the biggest change. You know, in the LET over the last five years, I probably mm-hmm. played, you know, about fifteen tournaments a year, mm-hmm. and um, I thought that was pretty relaxing, <laughs> which yeah. is um, mm-hmm. where I think this year I played, I would say twenty three, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, I basically played every event I got into, um, and I think that for me was a bit harder than I expected mm-hmm. it to just because of all the traveling and you just go on and on and on week mm-hmm. in week out so yeah especially for this year I'm trying to plan a little bit better kind of pick some courses I like and didn't like and skip a few there but um, yeah I'm impressed but I you know everyone just kind of keeps on going and um, even after rounds keep grinding on the range and, um, yeah it's a full full year you've been very busy yes yeah um, do you? I know you said you've been traveling a lot. Do you have any fun travel stories that you'd like to share with us? Um, well, it was well. It's not really funny, but I think the first event I flew to was Australia, 
and it's always what I look forward to the most, but they lost my suitcase. Oh no! <laughs> and so I didn't have any of my clothes for, I was there I think for four weeks. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. So they totally and lost it. Well, no, luckily in the end, my boyfriend, he, so I had kind of one week left and then he came back from a trip himself and um, spent an hour and a half in the airport trying to figure it out. And oh, wow. actually, he found my bag. So then Dang. he said, well, I can send it to you now. But then I already, you know, got some new clothes. But yeah, that was a pretty miserable start to the year. Um, yeah. Especially, you know, we had some windy conditions and then, mm-hmm. um, you know, some very hot conditions. Mm-hmm. And I had nothing. Basically, I had nothing. I got <laughs> my toilet stuff and, um, you know, shoes, clothes. It was... Um, yeah, that was pretty miserable, <laughs> but the rest have been really fun. <laughs> <laughs> We're glad that it got a lot better yeah. from there. Yeah. The boyfriend Award of yeah. the Year Start was to your boyfriend, yeah, for yeah. doing that for you. That's that's definitely a challenge. <laughs> You're caddy now, right? Yeah. Yeah, how is that um, working together? Do you enjoy it? Yeah, it's been really great. Um, we've been together for quite a long time and played so much golf together over the last few years, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if I can trust someone to know my game very well, it's definitely him. And mm. um, we just have a lot of fun out there. It's so much fun to travel together and um, see different cities, try different food, like, you know, explore new destinations. And then, you know, once you're on the kind of food, just relax and, um, you know, doesn't feel any different than, you know, we're going out tomorrow to play together. Um, so, yeah, that's that's for me just being very relaxing you know no pressure and um, you know just trying to have fun have fun on the golf course definitely so what are you looking forward to the most besides all the new toys (laughs) (laughs) um just to get going i would say um what i said it's been a long off season and um just can't wait to you know start in a week and a half in boca raton and um you know get the season Mm -hmm. started do you have, um, I mean, obviously being a part of the Solheim Cup team was a pretty huge thing to have in your um, in your rookie season. Is there something you think that could top that in your second season? Um, good question. I would say, you know, getting a win on the LPGA mm-hmm. um, would definitely top that in some level. You know, it's, it's hard about the Solheim Cup because it's a team event and it's such right. a long... Um, yeah, long stretch of trying to qualify. Um, and it's really, you know, something you do together, which which was very special. But, yeah, I would say, you know, getting in contention for this year and, um, you know, try to win my first uh, tournament on the LPGA would definitely, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. is definitely a big goal for me. Yeah, I, I mean, totally agree. Mm-hmm. We'll definitely be cheering you on for that. What We have mm-hmm. a couple more questions just in terms of, like, the game of golf um, and how it relates to women. So what differences do you see um, in women's golf here or on the LPGA versus um, in the Never- in the Netherlands where you grew up and started playing? Well, there's not that much golf in the Netherlands going on. <laughs> um, it's, um, I-, I would say for me it was, well, not hard because um, I don't want to be too negative, but it yeah. w- definitely wasn't easy, you know, playing mm-hmm. golf and um, being a girl. You know, a lot of my... Uh, friends, they said, you know, can you not play field hockey with, with us or play tennis or mm-hmm. something different? You know, it was quite a, a lonely uh, goat out there, if you can call it like that. Um, you know, there are not that many great facilities or, um, you know, great environment to, if you want to continue in the sport and be successful, there wasn't really, um, 
you know that program out there to um to say okay you know let's go for it together so that was definitely hard but for me it was just it was my biggest passion and i found a way you know we have i think at least four to five months in the end of the year where we cannot play golf you know the golf courses are closed it's too cold and um so it's, it's not easy but mm-hmm. i always had this kind of passion and drive that i just wanted to see how far i can go and what i said i had a really great coach besides me for 11 years my national coach from holland and um yeah we kind of went in it together and say you know let's see how far we can come and um i think that's that's been a great road but yeah looking here mm-hmm. you know living now in the u.s it's it's so easy, you know, you go to a, a public course and you can play nine holes for 10 bucks and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you see kids running around and, you know, it's so easy where in in Holland it's, uh, you know, you first have to get a sort of certificate, you're good enough to go on the course and then you have to be a member and um, it's quite expensive. So I think that's what's holding back a lot of parents and kids in Holland. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's not been easy, but, yeah, it's great to see here in the U.S. how big sports in general are and mm-hmm. um, how easy it is for everyone mm-hmm. so obviously golf has been a huge part of your life um but is there anything outside of the golf world that you're interested in any hobbies that you like to do um i think i would like to uh get my pilot license one day um, oh, everyone in yeah my family, everyone in my family uh are pilots uh both my mom and dad uh, were in the Air Force and then uh, flew commercial, and then my sister has been flying commercial now for the last four years. So um, yeah, it's definitely a big topic uh, on our dinner table every night um, <laughs> growing up. And uh, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of helicopters, small planes, big planes. So it's definitely um, something yeah, that has a big passion. And um, if I get the time and space, uh, one time I would definitely love to pick that up myself. Well, that would be super cool. Mm-hmm. You can fly yourself to all of your tournaments. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that would be that would be really cool. But uh, yeah, we'll see how far we can get. Well, um, you're, I mean, you're in a pretty good spot down there, like Nona, right? Where, like, right around the Soren Stams. Yeah, yeah, wow. definitely. It's um, it's a great course. So many great members that are here. Good tour players. So it's uh, it's a great environment. Yeah. Well, we are just so glad that you could, we could figure out our schedules and um, get some time with you. Hopefully, we will be seeing you soon, whether we're at an event or um, if you're back at headquarters or something. But we just want to wish you the best of luck in your second season. So and um, hopefully, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, definitely. Looking forward to it. Cool. Thanks, Anne. All right. Thank you. So a huge thank thank you to Anne um, for joining us today on the podcast. Yeah, she's she's really cool. I think it's really exciting that um, we're going to be able to have more players on our podcast this year, especially mm-hmm. um, just like getting going and hopefully doing this more frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of our podcast guests, Annika is going to be on the ship show with Jeff um, tomorrow, I think, by the time that you guys hear this podcast. So mm-hmm. check that out um, at CallawayGolf.com or spotify apple Podcasts. as long as you subscribe to the ship show somewhere it will reach your phone Mm -hmm. and same with us subscribe rate review we'll have an email address for you this year that's one of my goals for 2020 i like that to get an email address for girls in golf um but yeah we've got a lot we've got a lot coming this year yeah and tori pines is this week we've got an event with um amanda balionis for her charity and it's just a lot of exciting things so stay tuned yeah make sure you check in next week thanks everyone bye